0: Hey, this is Eric Bress, the writer-director of Ghosts of War and The Butterfly
1: Effect, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast.
2: Hello, welcome back to the Horror Squad Podcast. Tonight we're talking about Trollhunter, a 2010 Norwegian film. Directed by Andre Overdahl, which I think he's the director of, um,
0: gosh, Story what's that movie? Story. Autopsy. What? Don't what? tell me that. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. No. Yeah, I'm like 99% sure he did it.
2: And uh, what's that okay. really good one, the scary one, when they're in like the morgue? Didn't he do that uh, one too?
0: Uh, oh, Autopsy of Jane Doe?
2: Yeah, he did that. Yeah, I'm he looking at it right now. He did oh, that.
1: Why didn't you on. tell me that?
2: I'm looking this up.
0: I
1: would have asked he did Scary you
2: Stories to Tell in the Dark, yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, shout out to our Norwegian fans. Uh, we saw a little uptick in your country, so we appreciate your support, so we decided to do a Norwegian film, which is awesome. So um, let's see. We got myself, Todd. We got Joe, Sam, and Steve. And how's everybody tonight?
0: Doing great. Doing great.
1: Great. Get Out's playing on FX, so you know I'm happy. Yep. Got that Chris, on. Chris
0: Love. Yep. Yes. Chris and Rose really the love story of our generation
2: i misunderstood to be honest
1: <laughs> who rose and chris as a couple
2: i think rose period wow oh. i think she's just looking for love in all the wrong places you know oh. yeah
1: she's lo- she's looking for love from her parents
2: so what is it, what is the end game with that though because eventually she's going to be old and are they going to have like are they hoping to have like a white granddaughter that's hot picking up black dudes? Is that
0: their plan? <laughs> well,
1: I don't... I they're know. gonna be dead, so as long as they're... I mean, their bodies would grow older, so...
0: They would just find a new young woman, right? To take over, I guess.
2: To be, like, the concubine uh, or whatever?
0: Yeah, to be, like, the new... The siren? Yeah. Whatever you want to mm. call it. The new person to swindle someone into a relationship. The never-ending cycle, I guess, you know?
2: mm Okay. Steve, want to jump into listener stuff?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you can send us questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or send us an email at gmail at gmail.com. We've got a few questions here this week. The uh, first one comes from, and I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, Cheyenne. Um, what is your favorite found footage that's not well known, like the Blair Witch Project or Host?
0: mm Um. I mentioned one actually, a couple episodes ago. Um, one that I found called the Wicksboro Incident. I thought that one was pretty solid. Um, if you could find it out there. What was, was the title after, again? Uh, the Wicksboro Incident. Uh, hmm. Pretty solid. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of like a really good one though. The is a good one. Sure. That one's pretty well known though, right? Oh, did she say
1: yeah,
0: that? Yeah. Oh, like okay. more. Wonder. Um, how about Afflicted? I don't is think it's. Really...
1: Yeah,
0: maybe not. Like, is it Afflicted? Is that the one I'm thinking? Where like the guy gets like bitten and he starts like, like getting like vampire powers.
3: I don't think I've seen that one.
0: That one. It, cool. it,
3: it is because we got a recommendation for it,
0: so I'll read oh, that I mean, later. But yeah. I knew I like remembered it from something. Ah, oh, yeah, that's a great one as well. Um. Yeah, I'll leave it at that, I guess. Oh, and Chronicle. No, I don't hear a lot of people talk about
2: that one. and I think it's fantastic. Chronicle horror. is really good. I would put that more superhero, though, personally.
0: Yeah, but there's like horror elements.
2: Yeah, he's evil. Um, well, I'm looking at Google, and there's a lot, a lot of low budget stuff. Um, well, all right, random titles. The Dinosaur Project. Never even heard of it. Alien abduct abduction. Uh, Greystone Park's a lot. of like little stuff like that, but I guess less talked about. Maybe Cannibal Holocaust talked about quite a bit, so not that one. Uh, you know, Apollo Eighteen. I, I know a lot of people shit on it, but I think it's a, a decent low budget sci fi horror movie.
3: Uh, as for me, um, there's two of them that like I thought of. Now, they're not, like, super well-known, but they're not super indie either. Uh, one of them is As a, as, bo- as Above, So Below, mm-hmm. uh, where they go into That's the great. French Catacombs, which I think is a great one. Mm-hmm. I think it's and great, yeah. I know Joe didn't like it so much, but The Devil Inside I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh she like kind of more of an exorcism route on that one, but I personally really liked it. But I think Joe, even great. Right?
0: yeah I wasn't a fan of that one um, but I got a great one here that I, I was just googled one and uh, this one came up and I absolutely love this one uh, The Sacrament uh, directed by Ty West uh, basically a Jonestown like rip off um, but it is amazing I loved it Sam you saw that one right we watched that one together yeah
3: All right. Um, um, moving on we have a question from Kate. She says, "What do you think of Troll Two? It's one of the worst movies, but a good watch with a group."
1: Never seen it.
0: Troll Two is terrible, but I have a lot of nostalgia <laughs> for it because I watched it a lot uh, growing up as a kid. I had the VHS, and like I thought it was great at the time because I was like probably like nine or ten watching it. And uh, so yeah, I mean, it's not a good movie uh, by any stretch, but it's. It's, uh, it's definitely a it's-so-bad-it's-good-type movie. Yeah,
2: that, that's a perfect example of a so-bad-it's-good it's, it's good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the documentary is
0: great. Yeah, I was going to mention the documentary.
3: The documentary is great. Yeah, and I agree with you guys. I think it's one of those so-bad-it's-good. It, it's not boring, and that's my worst thing about movies, and this one at least keeps me interested throughout, so... Uh, I know in my hometown they do a thing every year where it's like watch Troll Two and they do a whole theater experience of it. So it's it's weird that of all movies, this one's getting such a kind of big life after the fact. It's a little bit like The Room, which is a non-horror one, but uh, it's interesting that way.
0: Troll the first one, Troll, is actually a pretty like good movie. Like it's a solid horror movie. It's like not like bad like Troll Two is. And uh, there's a character called Harry Potter before Harry Potter, so... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And he does magic. Interesting.
3: Oh, well, you know. Yeah. She stole that idea. Completely. <laughs> um, her next question is, can you give me recommendations specific to services? Top three, Netflix, Hulu, etc. So uh, we uh, talked about this a little bit before the show, and kind of each of us were going to take a service and... Uh, look it up, but I will say this before you guys start: uh, if you listen to episode 115, we did this where we did a top five for four different services. So hopefully, you can check that out and uh, you'll see some of them there. And also, we just opened a letterbox account. Uh, it's horse squad pod, and you can see all of our what watch from each of us over the last like few like maybe 30 episodes, and, and that's a good kind of barometer as well of uh, recommendations. And we also try to always say which service we watch everything on every week. We've been doing that for maybe 20 episodes now because someone suggested it. And I think it's a great idea. So listen to that too, because we'll always throw out where we
2: watch these movies. But uh, as far as the list go, what do you guys got? Well, I took Shudder um, and Shudder is extremely, I mean, it's a great app for horror. If you guys aren't familiar with it, it's 50 bucks a year approximately. And if you never signed up, I believe they do a one month free trial, which is awesome. Um, but I looked for some stuff that was maybe less talked about. So my first one is one from the Netherlands called Amsterdam. I talked about it a few episodes ago, and it's a you know it's basically a standard slasher, but it's an Amsterdam, and it's just awesome. It's got some great kills in it, great characters, um, you know, characters make smart decisions, and you actually like them. So Amsterdam is one of them. Um, then another one that doesn't get a lot of love is Madman, and that one's from 1981, and it's just your basic slasher in the woods thing. But it's got Galen Ross from Down the Dead, who is not credited in the movie. I guess the word on the street is she doesn't like her role in the movie, so she doesn't really acknowledge it, which sucks because she's really good in it. And my final one, hold on, let me pull it up because there's a alternate title. Is it's called Dead Kids and the alternate title Strange Behavior, and that one came out in 1981, and it's about scientists that are experimenting on kids to basically turn them into like, like a slasher kind of drones, and it's really good. But it's called Dead Kids on Shutter, so check that one out too. I think it's on Prime too, but um, on Shutter for sure. So those are my three.
0: Alrighty, Um, I'm gonna go. I took Amazon Prime for this one. So if you are, if you have Amazon Prime, I mean, who doesn't, right? Uh, Here are three that I recommend. Well, we have, we use my parents account, so we do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you can do that. Just borrow off other people's accounts and you can get a a great library of horror movies. Um, my three, uh, number one, I am going to go with The Lighthouse, uh, directed by Robert Eggers, who directed one of my favorite horror movies of all time, The Witch. Um, this definitely is not going to be one for everyone, but, uh, if you are into, uh, just, like, weird, slow-burn, house style horror, um, I highly recommend this one. Uh, the next one I got is Starry Eyes. Um, Starry Eyes uh, is another great one. I one I don't hear a lot of people talk about uh, low bit low budget indie horror movie, but really well done. Um, so I definitely recommend that one. Well, and my last one is Unseen. Uh, Unsane was I think on maybe all of our best of the year lists um, from a couple years ago when we did it, uh, and it's just a fantastic. Uh, horror movie and one that shows that you don't need um, much to make a great horror movie as that one was shot entirely on an iPhone so those are my three
1: Sam? Yeah. Oh I didn't do one, Joe didn't tell me <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay Typical of Joe <laughs> I mean I did tell her
1: uh, Two minutes before we started Well that's when I read it <laughs> well, I, didn't know, I didn't know we were doing research before the show
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Has 30 minutes to play with face action. <laughs> Doesn't look good. Three Netflix recommendations. No, that's okay. That's uh, all good. Uh, mine is Tubi. So <laughs> I subscribe to like five services that I pay for and I spend 80% of my time watching Tubi, <laughs> which is free. So that's the irony of that. Uh, I think it's the best app as far as horror goes because you will find a lot, a lot of horror films and a lot of things that you wouldn't normally see anywhere else. So I would highly, highly recommend that you check out Tubi. Uh, three recommendations. I've talked about all of them in past episodes, but uh, three that stand out to me. The first one is Killer Sofa. Uh, it's just an absolutely ridiculous uh, story about a recliner that uh, peep, like, just trolls on people and peeps on people and kills people. It's really interesting, and I really liked it. It's one of those so-bad-it's-good type of thing. Uh, The next one is Splinter. Uh, This one, you know, I I think it's one that people sleep on and it's a really good film. It's an interesting take on the horror genre. And I really like that about this film. And the final one is The Undertaker. Uh, I never hear people talk about this one, but I really enjoyed um, this movie and I, I would highly recommend it. It's, it's got the same, and I forget his name right now, but uh, it's the actor who played in the original Maniac, and you also see him in Rocky. Uh, he's so creepy as like an actor that it brings this Undertaker character to a whole other level, and uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that one. So I'd recommend those three as far as 2B goes, but there's thousands just, just of been films.
2: Joe oh, Spinell, that's right, thank you. Creepy, sweaty dude.
3: Oh Yeah, yeah. he,
0: he you plays it Rocky? so
2: well. Play what?
0: What are you playing, Rocky?
2: Uh,
3: he's the uh, the guy who hires Rocky as like a bouncer uh, okay. in, in the first two. Yeah. Like, Gazo, I think his name's Gazo or something.
0: Uh, yeah.
3: It's just man, his his performance. Like I'm convinced they filmed that movie at the Undertaker, where they just put the camera on him and he just acted crazy. And there's one scene in particular where he's just standing there smoking, almost staring at the camera. And it's like they didn't know, like the filmmaker didn't know what to do, so he just kind of left in the film, it, it's it's unsettling, so I highly recommend it. Um, moving on to the next question. This one comes to us from Joseph. He says, at one point there was discussion of an American remake of Troll Hunter by Disney, I believe. What are y'all's thoughts on that? I'm not really interested. Just another unneeded remake but probably may happen at some point.
0: Uh, I'd be all for that. I really do. I, like I would as well. Right? I would as well. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would because I, I think the movie uh, can be improved on, and uh, I think yeah, I was I would I'd, I'd be down for that.
2: Yeah, my main gripe you'll probably hear later, um, but it definitely can be improved on. But it's still a great movie. Hmm. <laughs> How do you guys feel that Disney is apparently remaking it? I'm kind of surprised by that. Disney owns
3: everything.
1: I mean, it's like more <laughs> of a sci-fi, like fantasy than a horror, I guess.
2: It'll probably star of the rock.
0: <laughs>
1: <literal>. And
2: like, <laughs> it'll, <be literal. laughs> it'll have like two 10-year-old kids that saved the day instead yeah, of I was filmmakers. Like, I
0: could totally see this getting made into like a, almost like a kid's fantasy, like kind of like a where the mm-hmm. wild things are. Or is it R or R? R. I'd
2: R, I'd R, R yeah. <laughs> Everybody poops. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no,
3: I, I would totally watch it as well, uh, whether it's Disney or someone else. I, like you guys said, and we'll talk about it when we review it, but there are some things that can be improved on, but it's a really cool idea, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing an American remake and just see what they do with it. Uh, he also has a film recommendation for us, which Joe kind of talked about already, but he says, Film recommendation in regards to found footage films, 2013's Afflicted, great film, best friends, see their trip of a lifetime, take a dark turn, when one of them is struck by mysterious affliction. Now, in a foreign land, they race to uncover the source before it. Vampirism consumes him completely. That's a good and one. A... Yep. I haven't seen either, so he definitely write that down.
2: The Affliction or afflicted. afflicted? Afflicted. Okay, so it's got Kane Hodder in it?
0: No. I don't think so. I mean, if it does, it must be a cam- like a small cameo.
2: This one's on 2B...
0: I don't
2: think yeah, it's hard yeah, really to yeah. Okay. Jason Stoddard directed, if that rings a bell?
0: Um, it doesn't ring a bell, but hold on. I'm looking up right now. The 2013 one directed by Derek Lee and Cliff Prouse. Okay, oh, not that one, then.
2: Here's one called Wolf Girl. Um, though. That <laughs> too much. He's got all sorts of He's stuff. He's got some crazy <laughs> shit in there. Oh, yeah,
3: totally. <laughs> um... Actually, speaking of Troll Hunter, Brian asked, "Did Todd pick this?" Uh, I think maybe. <laughs> Did I? I think so. Yeah. You, you, you recommended it for sure. Uh, I think we just picked it because uh, we had trended in Norway, and we figured let's watch something from Norway. And this we talked about it for a long time, and now we're finally mm. doing it. So, I know I was super excited to, to watch this. So I'd been wanting to watch it for a while, and glad we're doing it. Yeah. Um, the next one. So this wasn't necessarily a question, but I had a discussion with one of our listeners called Weezer Face and I thought it was an interesting question that she posed. Uh, so HGTV is doing a show called Murder House Flip, where they flip houses that had brutal murders inside. Um, would you buy a murder? Is that house? a real? Thing? That seems like cool. that seems in like really poor taste. <laughs> right. That can't be real. I, I take your word for it. I guess HGTV is, uh... like, super family-friendly. <laughs> right. What's it um, called? What'd you say it called? Murder House Flip. Okay. But, but the question would be more, would you buy a murder house?
0: Um, yes. Because I don't think... I don't know. Because, like, it could, like... I don't know. This is a great question for Sam because she's, like, really into energies and stuff like that. And I feel like, like, if a murder place in the house, I feel like the energy would just be, like, really bad
1: Unless unless you, like, tried to do something to refocus that energy and, I mean, I don't know if, like, a ghost would be upset or whatever's left over if, like, you didn't have anything to do with that. Like, I'm sure some of them would be very, like, aggressive and stuff like that, but. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think I would at least try to live in it, especially if it was, like, a really nice house and I got, like, a good deal on it. Amityville Horror, though? I don't know.
2: Get out. According wow. to the internet, this show is real.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, that seems. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I'm thinking there's going to be some outrage, right, somewhere out there. Is it just. It, does not, it seems like, in poor taste to me.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh, not going to be on mainstream. That's going to be on Quibi, whatever that is.
0: Uh, yeah. like oh, a that's, that's that new uh,
2: Quibi something
0: streaming service. So, yeah,
2: or it's a street streaming yeah. app. Yeah. Yeah. Q U I B I. Whatever that is.
0: I mean, yeah. You move a lot, Todd. Would you people buy one? Are, people love their true crime shit, so I guess.
2: Uh, no, true. I will not. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't even buy one if someone had died in the house. To be honest with you. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's just creepy. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, but how would so, you know? Fun like, fact. Like, they
2: they have to disclose that in certain states.
1: Some states, they
2: do. Yeah. Well, I mean, in California, you have to disclose that. But I mean, you can lie easily.
1: You know.
3: Yeah. So, fun fact: uh, the house I grew up in, uh, someone committed suicide in the room <laughs> that I that I slept in. Ooh, so what the hell? Yeah, because so, uh, it was a uh, furnace room, and someone hung themselves in that room. But my dad and it's a furnace it. room. Yeah. Well, my my dad converted uh, the whole <laughs> basement and finished it and made it to a bedroom. Um, and I slept in that room for ten, fifteen years. So, Freddy Krueger room, zero zero problems. <laughs> like it just well, didn't uh, you have night terrors though? Or sleep paralysis? Oh, just, yeah, I, I sleep paralysis, but I don't think it had anything to do with that because I started that before I slept in that room. Okay. So, yeah, so that was just a thing that I still suffer from. I'm, I'm in a phase Please. right now so that it's starting again, so that sucks. I really hate that stupid uh,
2: phenomenon. Do you have more, uh, I guess, outbreaks The more horror movies you watch, or do you think that's not connected?
3: No, not at all, because uh, I watch more horror movies all the time, and it mm-hmm. comes and goes. I really don't know. What triggers it? I don't know why, but it just like it had been almost two years since I had an episode of sleep paralysis, and now I've had two in the last maybe three weeks. Do you
0: think it's stress since you're moving?
3: I don't think so because the last time um, I wasn't like stressed particularly. So I don't know. I don't know what, it is, but whatever it is, it sucks. And I'm seeing people again, and then not, yep. not like like I what see what happened with the last time. What do you mean? What happened? Like, were you, did you see some people looking at you, uh, standing above you? So this time, the last two times, uh, I was in bed and I wake up. And it's more the feeling that you you can't breathe, you can't move. And that's more freaky than anything. But I can see a shadow in the corner of the room just staring at me. Uh, So that's really freaky. Mm -hmm. And, but I didn't see, like, sometimes I could tell it's like a woman in a veil. But this, the last two times I couldn't, you know, so it was more just like a, a shadow. So uh, whereas, yeah. But two, two, two years ago, I, the one that really freaked me out is I was actually just on my couch and I fell asleep like watching, I think a, like a gaming video or something like something, not a horror movie or anything. And I felt that figure right next to me because I have like four couches kind of back to back. And she was like, I could feel feel her right, right next to me, just staring at me. And that was really unsettling. It was, uh,
2: yeah, it was freaky. But, when, uh, when you um, go from house to house, because I know you, you move around a lot like I do, do you, the same visions or whatever come with you? Or is it like usually someone different? Uh, it's pretty much been always the
3: same kind of, Old lady that's been uh, haunting me, except when I was a kid. So like when insidious, I
0: was, kind exactly of what it sounds like
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when I was a kid, it was actually what almost looked like a lumberjack, <laughs> which is weird. And instead of being in the corner of the room, he'd be in my door, Ugh. like a- almost in the wood drain of my door. And I would see what looked like like cogwheels in my room, almost like if I was in a boiler room. And this guy was in my door, and is that's that was freaky. Like I, my, my mom even brought me to the hospital in time because it was happening so often that mm-hmm. she thought I had like something deeper than yeah. Uh, yeah, good times. <laughs> Interesting. saying? <laughs> and despite all that, I, I, if a murder house was left me, I would totally take it to like I wouldn't hesitate.
0: So.
3: Anyway, I'm gonna go sleep in my coffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, it just is good. All right, so thank you, Wizard Face, for that. And the last series of questions come to us from Mandy. She says, recommend a movie
2: that starts with the letter L. Um, Love Object.
0: The the Loved One.
2: Loved One's good. Have you guys seen Love Love Object? No. That's a nice, good little thriller. It's about a guy that's, like, really obsessive (laughs) over a girl, and then you know how that goes.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. any there's other else there's actually one I haven't watched it yet but I don't know if you guys have either uh, they just brought out La Llorona on Shutter, a new one not the, the one that was connected to the Conjuring universe I'll pass. and I'm hearing a lot of good things about it really yeah it's, it, if you look on Rotten Tomatoes it's I think it's number two after host oh. it's got like a 98% Rotten Tomato score or something I'm shocked sure. oh. yeah so, okay. Uh, maybe I'll watch it this week. I'm really curious now.
0: Uh, I'll throw a Let the Right One In and Let Me In, the remake. Mm. Both great vampire movies.
2: Both are great, yeah. What else we got? Actually, that's, all, that's all I have off the top of my head today. This
0: one gets a lot of hate, but I actually like this one. Uh, Lights Out, in 2016, based on the horror short. You guys seen that one? Yeah, I didn't really like yeah. that one. Now, most people don't. Yeah, I, I thought don't the like short was more effective. Yeah. Uh, Leprechauns? Leprechaun, uh, of course. Lake Placid?
2: Yeah, Leprechauns Placid. classic. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> Lesbian Vampire Killers? I've never seen that.
0: <laughs> um, ooh, there's yeah. a pretty good one. Uh, it's a French film called uh, Livid from 2011. Uh, that one is really good if you're into foreign horror. French, The French really know how to make good horror movies, too. So that is a good one if you've never seen that one. Life. I'm I've enjoyable. never seen Life. Ooh, here's a good one. From 1988, Lady in White. Uh, I absolutely love that movie. Uh, don't hear it talk about a ton. Uh, I would say it's a great, like, intro to horror movie. Um, great ghost tale. Uh, it's fantastic.
2: Land wow. of the Dead. Oh. Uh, yeah, you uh, suck. <laughs> it's good. Come on. <laughs> Steve,
3: have yeah. you
0: seen Lady in White?
3: Because I feel like you, like, you, in. Like, I, I, I did, but, like, a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it since, but that's definitely one that I would revisit for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think you should. All right. Uh, moving on to our next question. We asked already, what's your favorite uh, found footage film? Uh, then she says, What original found footage film idea would you like to see made?
0: Great question. Uh, I don't know. though. It's a great question, but one I can't think of an answer to. (laughs) I mean, what haven't they done yet? I feel like they've done like everything I can think of. Did you guys see that that one
2: a couple years back where it's about like a survivalist, um, like, uh, bear girls or kind of type. Yeah. That's,
0: Sounds yeah, really cool. That's the show
2: and then aliens and then Aliens come. That one's pretty cool.
0: Yeah,
2: I think I've seen that one. I forget what that title is. Um, I, I've always wanted to see the Friday the 13th found footage one, because yeah, I heard those guys on a podcast, and their idea sounds actually pretty cool. That
0: does sound really cool. That would be fun. Mm-hmm.
2: But it got canceled, so. Well, I mean, everything got canceled for Friday the 13th.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's starting to come back a little bit now with uh, some... Uh, merchant stuff so maybe there's hope yeah uh, I'd like I'd like to see something at sea like where a group of sailors encounter like Cthulhu or some type of crazy uh, mythological creature but like on a ship mm-hmm. I think Ooh, that would cool. be uh, something different merman hmm <laughs> uh, all right <laughs> um, yeah so
2: I think that's it Sam you have any
1: nope.
2: I forgot Sam was here. <laughs> I forgot I was, I was here too. Checking in. <laughs> She's refacing. Yeah, she has yeah, she
3: counting down those minutes before she can reface <laughs> again. How'd you know? Uh, uh, her final question: What is your troll design in any film? Ooh. Uh, that's oh. easy for me. Uh, Ernest, scare stupid. Oh, I yeah. really <laughs> love those trolls.
0: Yep, those are awesome. I, 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 yeah, from I the same guy who did Killer Clowns off from Outer yeah. Space. I will share sh- that trouble. answer, but also, um, not horror-related, but uh, Hoggle from Labyrinth.
3: Mm, yeah, that's a good one.
2: Um, I think the trolls in Hansel and Gretel Witchers, the one with Jeremy Renner, are really well done. Mm. The, the movie's hot shit, but it's like a fun, stupid movie. But the trolls are really cool in it.
0: And how can you not... I mean, the ones tonight are pretty awesome, too.
2: Yeah. CG, but yeah.
0: And the uh, Troll we talked about earlier. Not Troll 2 Trolls, but the Trolls from Troll 1 look... It looks, they look pretty awesome, as well. I need so, to revisit that one. Not Troll 2. Troll, troll one. 1, yeah. It's man, it's yeah. good. It's, it's, it's solid. It's a solid horror movie. And it's Ew. got... Um, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but he's been... in. Uh, the, uh, little person, he's, like, been in a bunch of, uh, horror, like, different horror movies, but he's, like, the main character. I'll pull it up right. He was also in episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, too. Sam right knows what I'm talking about.
2: No? Lennon uh, No, that's no, way too Uh, early.
0: the little person in Troll. Oh. Um, and he was in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. And, hold on. He just,
1: troll?
0: he's done a bunch of no. cons recently. Uh, he
1: has the brown hair.
0: Yes, hold on. I'll uh, oh. Phil Phil <laughs> Phil Fondacaro. Uh, uh, he's done a but he was in Willow. He played uh, an Ewok in Star Wars. He's, oh yeah, he's in Land of the Dead too. Yeah, he's in Land of the Dead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, he's been yeah a lot, but he he's uh in he's like one of the main characters in the first Troll. Let me see. I think it's on
2: Prime. No, I don't want to watch fucking Trolls World Tour again.
0: <laughs>
2: I watch that movie is terrible, man.
0: That would actually be a good that would that could possibly be actually a good double feature episode if we did Troll and Troll too.
2: Yeah, there's a cheap DVD of those double feature.
0: Yeah. Hmm. it would be a good a compare and contrast because, like, they're like there's like no similar like <laughs> they're like two completely different movies. And in Troll 2, they're not even uh, trolls. They're goblins.
3: Cool. So uh, that was all for the questions this week. Thank you, everybody, for sending them in. We can't do this without you. And now our word from our deadly sponsor.
0: Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Rounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork deadly grounds coffee coffee to die for and zombie approved it's good to get a little deadly use the front door oh they're so disgusting all
2: right ready for what watched? yes what have you guys been watching
0: well i gotta say um, I've gone, I've gotten a little, I've gone a little crazy on Letterboxd. Not as crazy as Todd, but I think I'm up to... I went fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> I think I'm up to like 600 movies reviewed now. Um,
2: so... Reviewed so not, or like
0: just rated. Um, yeah. so follow me on there. our Squad Joe. Uh, and who else we got? Todd and everyone's on there. Uh, but yeah, Jesus. uh, I am currently going year by year now. Like, I just did, like, a bunch, and now I'm going, like, down the list 30 years. So, it's going to take some time, but I'll get there. Uh, But, all right, anyway, uh, I I mention this because I love it, because I'm able to keep up with my watch now. (laughs) Um, So, uh, the first one I got tonight is a 2020 release called Amulet. Uh, This one uh, is directed by a uh, first-time a uh, filmmaker, by the, uh, a woman by the name of uh, Ramola Garay. And it is, uh, oh man, it, it's about, this is a tough one to even explain because it's such like a bizarre movie. But essentially we have a, uh, a guy who's like an ex-soldier. He's homeless and he is uh, invited in by a nun to stay at um, this house and at this house, uh, another woman is living there who is taking care of her um, sick mother uh, up in the attic, who we never really see until later on in the movie, um, but he's, you know, weird stuff starts to happen in this house, and he starts to discover something more sinister is going on in the house. Uh, and yeah, I'll leave it at that. Uh, this movie checks off like all of the boxes of a movie I should love. Um, It's slow. It's a slow burn. Uh, It is very um, like art house style. Um, A very stylistic movie. Has a lot of uh, metaphorical stuff in it. And I love that type of stuff. But this movie was just so tedious uh, to get through. I'm all for a slow burn, but this one was a chore uh do. i did love some of the stuff that was going on in it there's some great imagery there's some great creepy moments but unfortunately to me it just felt flat uh a little bit and uh it's one i would pass on
2: sam do you have any today no okay well um <laughs> it's okay you just sit back and relax Get yourself a little uh, mixed drink or something, okay? <laughs> uh, my first one is a 2020 release just came out called Blackwater Abyss, uh, Australian film. I really love animals gone crazy movies. It's like, you know, oh, I usually always like them. Um, and, you know, this one's no different. However, it starts off, like, extremely well. The typ- it's a typical setup where, like, these this group of um, younger, you know, 20s people find a cave that, of course, no one else knows about. They don't tell anyone where they're going. They go in the cave, a rainstorm comes and traps them. But there's a crocodile in there. Uh-oh. Uh, so they have to figure out how to get out. But, wait, uh, the boyfriend-girlfriend duo turns out the boyfriend impregnated the other boyfriend-girl duo girlfriend. So that comes out in the cave, too. So we've got, she's pregnant, but it's not his girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. So now you got the unnecessary love triangle thing in there. The problem with it, is, though, it like is it doesn't really know where it wants to go, and it kind of loses steam halfway in there, and then they just start making like really poor decisions just to move the plot along. Um, and then the ending is one of the worst endings I've seen in a long time. I kind of want to spoil it for you guys, but I don't know. Let's just say they get away, and then they don't get away because they're really fucking dumb. So it's the end of it. Blackwater Abyss still is like a solid 6 out of 10, but you know nothing special.
1: All right.
3: right. Uh, My first one was a screener that we got and is actually being released on VOD the day this podcast uh, is dropped. And that's 2020's The Pale Door. Uh, Joe had talked about this a week or two ago. Uh, It's about a, uh, it's kind of a Western type of film where uh, two brothers do a train robbery and it goes bad which leads the gang of robbers on into a, a ghost town that's inhabited by a coven of witches. Um, so this movie kind of gives me a little bit of some *Dust Till Dawn vibes, uh, in the sense that it's a group of people who go to a place where there's a lot of... In this case, it's a brothel, but *Dust Till Dawn, it was a strip club, and things happen, and of course, the... Uh, all the horrors in this are not uh, as they seem. They're actually all really creepy witches, which kind of mirrors what happens in Dracula, where they're all vampires. And I got to say that I kind of enjoy this film. Uh, I like the Western feel of the film. I think there should be more Western-themed uh, horror films. I think the witches look really good and really creepy in this movie. This is among some of the best witches I've seen in a horror film. Like, they're really terrifying-looking like, all burnt and everything like that. So that was really cool. The practical effects in this film were fantastic. Uh, I really like what they did. Uh, What left a little bit to be desired for me is the acting. I don't think the acting is particularly good. And it was a little bit slow at times, like, uh, there's a lot going on, and then there's a period where nothing is going on. And one of my bigger complaints as well is there's a lot of decisions that the characters make that make absolutely no sense. Like they just do things that you're like, why would you do this? Obviously you're going to get killed doing this. And that kind of tapped a little bit out of it. But overall, I did enjoy it. And once it comes out, I would recommend that you watch it. So that's uh, The Pale Door. You said that comes out on Shutter soon too, right? Oh, yeah. It, uh, it'll be on Shutter at some point as well. I think it's only VOD at first, but it will eventually be on Shutter.
0: Alrighty, my next one is a uh, another 2020 release, and this one is called One Bedroom. Uh, this one is about about a uh, girl who's basically run away from her old life, uh, moves to LA, and is searching for a one bedroom apartment. Uh, when she stumbles upon uh, upon a apartment community, uh, rents a room, and um. Basically, like weird stuff starts to happen uh, in her bed, in her uh, in this apartment complex. Uh, it seems like a real friendly community and stuff like that, but she starts seeing like some weird stuff going on. Uh, she sneaks her cat in um, into this uh, community as well. It's supposed to be no pets, and she starts getting notes that said like uh, people have asthma, you fucking bitch, and stuff like that. They slide under her door and stuff. Um, and then the movie takes. A twist uh, I did not see coming a mo- like at all. Um, and this twist happens really early on in the movie and sets the tone for uh, the rest of the movie. And I won't give it away. Um, and this is like another movie that technically I probably should have loved because it had one of my favorite subgenres of horror in it. Um, and I usually love like every movie that has to do with this subgenre. Which I will not say because I don't want to give anything away. Um, but uh, once again, it just like there was something missing. However, uh, I would recommend this one. Uh, it's more of I guess a mild recommend. But um, oh, I did have a, a, a good time with it. I will give it um, definite points for originality because it's uh it was very different. And uh, yeah, I, I, overall I, I liked it. It won't make my top ten, but uh, I would give it a, a recommend. One one bedroom.
2: Alrighty, my next one is a shutter release Italian uh, giallo film, which I I just love Italian films. Um, this one's called The Strange Vice of Mrs. Ward, um, and I believe it's from 1971. And same director as Torso, which I've talked about before. Which I I really love that movie as well. Um, basically, this girl she married to a diplomat, American diplomat, and they go to Italy for work for him. But she's a hoe, and she bangs literally literally every single guy that just like looks at her. Meanwhile, uh, there's a killer going around with a razor blade killing young, attractive girls, all of which get before they are killed. So for the boob guys out there, there you go. Um, the plot also follows a detective trying to figure out what's going on. Um, her ex-boyfriend, who's a fucking weirdo, trying to like hit on her. He sends her roses and like weird-ass love, love letters. Um, she has a best friend who hooks her up with her cousin, who she also uh, wants to have sex with. So that's a little subplot there, too. Um, But overall, it's a very, like, just typical Italian film with lots of nudity, lots of blood, and a great score. Um, So if you like Italian films, you like slashers from the 70s, Shudder has this one for you. So The Strange Vice of Mrs. Ward. All
3: right. Um, So the reason that we're reviewing The Troll Hunter this week, as we said before, is because our podcast was somehow uh, in the top 50 in Norway for the film category. And it wasn't the only country that we hit the top 50. We were also number 14 in Denmark. Uh, So I decided to watch a Danish film to kind of honor that uh, thing. And mine was on Tubi. It's a 2010 film, and it's called Obstendosen, which is translated to a zombie exorcism. Um, So this movie is only 46 minutes long, which is awesome, because as we talked about during the host episode, I think... It, a movie doesn't need to be an hour and a half if it doesn't have that much story. So I really respect it for that, uh, uh, for this film. So this movie's about uh, the, a funeral of a young guy and they're in a church and there's his, like, what looks like his twin brother is a coke addict and he's really depressed about the whole thing. And all of a sudden a zombie apocalypse happens and the zombies attack and like the people who are trying to survive in this church from all the zombies. Uh, the zombies in this film are really quick and really terrifying. Like, the movie has a lot of gore, which is nice. The lo- the zombies look really good. Um, my only problem with this film is that it's all shaky cam, and it was almost too much shaky cam, where at some points I didn't even know what the hell was going on. Uh, the shots are really quick, so the editing is really like quick between shots, and that kind of really took me out of it. A lot of the movie takes place in the, in, place in the dark as well. Uh, they're in the basement and in crawl spaces and stuff like that. So there's parts of the movie I couldn't see what was going on. So was like I was kind of confused. And uh, yeah, and one of my big complaints is the twin brother, uh, who's the main actor in the film, is like a cokehead and kind of a loser. So I didn't really care about him and I didn't care what happened to him and that's a big part of the movie is what happens to him. So overall, I'd say it's maybe worth a watch because it is such a short film, but not something I'd kind of hard recommend. But uh, it is what it is, a zombie exorcism on TV. Um, My
0: last one tonight is uh, from 2012, and it is a found footage movie. Speaking of found footage um, it is called The Bay. Uh, the Bay is about um, a town... Uh, on 4th of july have a uh, 4th of july celebration uh their annual crab festival uh people start getting sick and no one knows why what we find out is that there is some sort of uh parasites in the water and uh these parasites start basically wreaking havoc on the entire town um and I got to say, I really enjoyed this one. This is a uh, really good found footage movie. Uh, this is another one I would definitely recommend. Maybe not one a lot of people have seen. Um, so, yeah, The Bay. I would definitely check this out.
2: And I only had the two. So, go ahead, Steve.
0: All right. Uh,
3: my final one is a Shutter release, and that's from 2018. And it's called The Witch in the Window. Uh, I only watched this because I thought the poster looked really scary. It's a kind of a witch staring in through, in through like a window. And I don't know, there's something about the poster that really unnerved me, so I wanted to see it. It's the story of a dad who is fighting with his wife and they're kind of separated. And he goes on a trip with his son to Vermont to uh, flip a house that he purchased. Uh, under the pretext that he was going to sell again, but it was really a way that he can maybe get his family back together by spending time with his son, and apparently his ex-wife or separated wife or whatever it is, uh, she always wanted a house like that, so that's why he's doing it. Um, And then there's a ghost in the house that's terrorizing them. Uh, The old lady who plays the ghost in this is absolutely fucking terrifying. And when there are scares in this movie, it's really unnerving. The only problem is there isn't a lot of horror in the film. It's more about a dad and his son bonding over a uh, house flip experience, which was kind of disappointing. Um, but the ghost, when she does appear, does a great job. And it's interesting because uh, a little bit like um, The Haunting of Hill House, the... Um, I think it was on Netflix TV show that they had. Uh, She starts off where she's in the background and you don't really notice her. And I didn't even notice her at all until uh, one time my wife wanted to say something to me. So I paused the film and then she was talking. And then I look at the film again and she's like right there smack in the middle of the screen. And I totally didn't see her because... You know, they're playing kind of with eye movement where the kids on like a little tricycle thing and the dad talking to him. And I didn't even notice the figure in the background. It's like right there in the middle of the screen. So it was very interesting how they did that throughout the film. And there's also a strong focus on I don't know if you guys remember the magic eye pictures where you have to focus really well to see something like an image or a word (laughs) inside of the screen. I've never been able to do that what about you guys uh, Joe and Sam have you ever seen those what's
0: that sorry
3: I, I checked out hey, second. <laughs> <laughs> <Never> mind. <laughs> anyway uh, so yeah so there's a strong focus on this magic eye picture that they put on screen and if you don't see it I see them really well I, I catch on them really fast you actually miss a part of the story which is kind of interesting there's words inside of the magic eye when they show it and that's, that was really cool uh, to me, and it also kind of reflected what the film was like, where you have to really concentrate on it and see something that's not necessarily there, and that's how the ghost was. Sometimes she'd be there and you don't necessarily see her because it's like a magic eye. You have to really look into the whole picture to see that she's there. So that's something that I thought was really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's you know one of my complaints is they don't explain ghosts very well. And the ending is kind of dumb, but overall, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was a cool film, and I would highly recommend it. So check it out: "The Witch in the Window" on Shutter. Cool title too. I was, yeah,
0: I was yeah gonna say, great I'm, poster. Too. I love witches, so I'll be checking this one out. Hey, Horror Squad listeners, my name is Steven Duroc, and I'm the writer, director, and producer of an upcoming independent horror short film called The Rage. If you guys would like to follow us and support us, you guys can check us out on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our username is at The Rage Film. We are currently hosting a campaign and we're selling perks such as digital copies, t shirts, posters, and much more. If you guys would like to receive 15% off your order, simply use the discount code The Horror squad thank you for your support and enjoy the rest of the podcast Yo. it's
2: trivia time
0: trivia.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right folks trivia time we have sam with 35 points joe with 39 points steve with 51 points and todd with 58 who's starting us off tonight
2: Really. <laughs> I shall go.
0: Todd stole one of my All trivia right. questions at the beginning of the show. What did I do? One of my trivia <laughs> really? questions. I had to change it. It was on Andre Overdell or whatever his name is. What else? What other horror movies is he direct? Oh.
2: Alright. Really? Everyone oh, really? get unmuted. Yes. It's just okay. me, really. <laughs> In Cabin Fever. Eli Roth's Cabin Fever. What food does the blonde kid like? Pancakes. Yes, sir. Pancakes. Yes.
0: All right, I'll go next. What is the name of the pub in America's <sighs> in London? Oh, uh, uh, the yeah. Sod gets the point. I say?
2: used to have that shirt. <laughs> Ted. Ted? (laughs) Get out of here. It's
0: quite a weird name for a pub.
3: Steven? I'm still writing the question. (laughs) Good, Sam. Go
0: for it. Okay, I'll go ahead.
1: All right. How many days was the movie Get Out filmed in?
0: 20? No.
2: Can we order over, under, closer to it, or it has to be spot on?
1: I'll do the closest.
2: Oh this 40. 65. 65. 40,
1: um 53.
3: What did
1: Steve say? 40. 40. Steve gets it. Oh. <laughs> it's a whopping
3: 23 days. Oh. Ah. Wow, that's a quick shit. Nice. Hmm. Alright. In earnest, scared stupid. Ooh. What is the clue that leads the characters to figure out milk is the killer ingredient that kills the trolls? Um, a ball cereal.
0: No. Milk squirts out of his nose. No, it, it's, it's actually a sentence.
2: Uh, something it's Something that It uh, does a body good. No. <laughs> Got milk. <laughs> I don't know. I
3: should watch that one with the family. All right, you guys aren't even, like, in the same ballpark. Uh, Fine. It's said that the ingredient is the heart of a child. What the fuck? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and somehow they figure out that means milk at all. What do you mean, Vern? (laughs) But they repeat it, like, three times in the
2: movie. Okay. All right. All right. In The Evil Dead, first one, original. What does Ash give his girlfriend? A necklace. That is correct.
1: Good job. Steve. Good job. All
2: as, right. as long as you keep asking that one, I'll keep getting it. <laughs> Did
3: After I say that time, already?
2: I get it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keeping it in the game.
0: Yeah. Are you ready? hmm Yes. Okay. What was the original title for the film Dead Alive? Yes. Brain Dead.
1: Oh, damn it, Todd. Come on, Joe. Who gave me a week for that. (laughs) 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 Thank you. Alright, my turn, I guess. Yep. Who directed Near Dark?
2: Oh, Diablo Cody?
1: No, good guess.
0: Fuck. Well, I don't want to be insane. It would have
1: been like eight, but whatever.
0: I've never seen Near Dark what Our that's my favorite vampire movie dude never seen it like the absolute favorite absolute
2: favorite yeah uh, dark. yeah we talked 1987 we talk, I, think, I know who it is i, I can't believe it yeah you're right
3: fucking damn it true. yeah we we talked about it in the women's episode oh, yeah okay. yeah good job that's a, yeah favorite. she's a good
0: director yeah, didn't she get like a best didn't she win like a
3: Yeah, for that uh, sniping one.
0: The Hurt Locker.
3: I thought locker.
2: she did Zero Dark Thirty. she didn't do that one.
3: Oh, maybe. But uh, she did I, the Hurt Locker for I sure. I thought
0: she did the Hurt
3: Locker. Yeah, no yeah. that that's am that not much percent sure. I don't know if she did uh Zero Dark The Hurt Locker to be honest. No, it was a little slow. Like yeah, it was I, I really... preferred um what was that one with uh Jake Jill and uh, uh, Jarhead. Yeah. Sure, that's always a better sniper movie than...
2: What about a good sniper? Yeah, that was pretty...
0: Uh, yeah, something.
2: Pretty I mean, there was no, like... Eh, whatever. <laughs> getting a rabbit hole with military shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right, hopefully
3: you guys saw this movie. I'm not sure. Uh, in Rattenay, what's I... the name of the horror film featured? I've never seen that. Oh. A it's a movie about a... Really? Okay. Huh? Austin A. Austin. Is it like popcorn? No, no. So the, the movie is about a theater owner who uh, gets like a horror guy to showcase the movie at his theater, and it's really good. Oh, so kind of like so right a John the dark Goodman episode.
0: Uh,
3: yeah, it kind of feels it's, it's a John Goodman uh, movie. It's honestly highly. Oh, recommend. I, don't, I, know, I know yeah, someone, I've never seen that, but now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. But I'll ask something else. Right. It, in Adam's Family, which I know you've all seen. Mm-hmm. Before becoming Uncle Fester, what's that character's name?
0: Oh, Howard.
2: No. Damn. I'm trying to think what she fucking calls him as her pet name. Yeah, she she talks <laughs> to it a lot. A lot Damn too. it. What is his fucking name? I had a fucking massive crush on her, too. From that what? what? Oh, oh you're
0: yeah. talking uh, yeah, about values.
2: Morticia, I hope. No, it values so I was talking his, about the, uh,
0: his wife and absolutely values yeah. the sequel. Oh no, I'm talking about the original. Okay,
3: his mother. He, he's he's, he's Fester at first. He's uh, yeah. another character.
2: I don't. Uh, it's in my mind. I can't picture it though. Dang it! You guys all uh, quit? Yeah. yeah, his name was Gordon Craven.
0: That's
2: right. I was wrong. Oh, Never mind. <laughs>
0: you uh what's her name? What's her name in I'm just gonna tell you She's the voice of uh Jesse and Toy Story.
2: Yeah, uh She's
3: her in name. Toys. She's in she a She has a famous
0: brother.
2: Yeah. I don't remember that. Me, I'm gonna look it up it's bugging me now. Yeah. Oh, Joan Cusack? Yeah, Sean, yeah, that's yeah Joan, Joan Joan
1: Cusack. She,
2: yeah, Joan she's Cusack. not in that movie, man. She is. Joanie she
1: Joan.
0: Is. Joan. <clears throat> she's the black widow.
2: Yep. That movie's good, man. Part two. I, actually prefer,
0: I prefer part two to part
2: one. Two. All right, Samer. Uh, That's your nine, turn. Nine parter. Oh, it's mine? What did yeah. she ask? Because I'm, I'm last, so.
3: Oh, I thought she was last. Did she? Wait, who just went? No. It, I I went, so it would be. Uh, Sam has, has Sam asked two questions? Yeah, she yeah. did unless right, she asked the director Catherine bigelow was. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> let
2: know steve i'm well know. just t- i'm just mm, all right all right it's an easy one hopefully in friday the 13th who cuts off mrs vorey's head
0: alice Ooh.
2: that is correct yeah. also would have accepted the actress's name
0: wow. adrian adrian king,
2: king. Yes. yep
0: Thought so okay my turn. Yeah. Uh, all right. What is the name of the political party that institutes the annual purge? Um, the Founding Fathers? Yeah, I'll give it to you. The, it's the correct answer, I'll give it to you though. Uh, the New Founding Fathers of America.
3: Yeah,
2: that's uh, fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Enough.
1: Thank you. I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as tough as Sam.
2: Hey. Will you be participating in the Purge 2021 next
0: year? Uh, no. I mean, when I'll, it comes to town near you, I'll hide in my house. <laughs> <laughs> right. You kill yourself, With. if you survive, or
1: someone
0: else, or someone else You're gonna kill you your just ass. Just kind of minding your own business in your house. I don't think people are gonna like break in and kill you. They're more just wanting to wreak havoc on the streets, right?
2: They're doing that now. So. <laughs> I would, I would partake I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding oh, I'd be went. on my roof <laughs>
1: yeah. I, wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't risk my life to go out there even
1: with your kids
2: no I wouldn't okay. actively partake I would be on my partake, roof yeah. Yeah. protecting yeah. the kids all I right. would
0: have is yeah, a sniper on the roof all right. taking people okay. off
2: yep.
0: all right. I have I the right have
2: you guys seen Enemy at the Gates the movie no long, long time ago
3: that's with uh, Gene Hackman
2: no, Jude Law. Mm-hmm. Russian sniper movie. Yeah. Anyway, I have his rifle. Oh. Okay. Fun fact. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who's turn? Is it your turn, Sam? Here, I think you're the last to go.
2: Right. He's
1: the last to go. Oh, all right. All, all right.
2: right. <laughs> We're fucking up. All right, that?
1: ready, guys? Mm-hmm. The Final Destination is what number film in the Final Destination series?
0: Four. Four.
1: You look. <laughs> Joe, look.
0: No, because we had the director on and we talked about it. it yeah. I
3: don't
1: believe
3: it. Yes. good. For, first movie I saw with my wife.
0: Oh, very nice. Oh, how sweet and romantic. I think me and Sam was arranged. That was the first hmm, movie we saw it together. Really? Yeah. It was terrible.
2: Hostile Part <laughs> 2 for me. Oh. Oh. Well then.
3: Uh, all right. In Troll
2: Hunter, what's the name of the college the kids belong to? Bolda, baby. That's correct. Wrote it down. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I, actually, I also had some other things written down that I thought you guys would ask. Ready for them? Yes. I thought you might have asked what the name of the company called Bear was. It's Poiters Polish Paint Service.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Then... Mellor Service. Oh, wow. There you go. <laughs> And then um, I figured Joe would have asked to name a couple of the troll species, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. But we got ring tosser, Tosser Land, mountain kings. And there's two like major like um, species I guess, mountain and woodland. So I would have had those written down.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. All
0: right. Well, that is it for trivia tonight. Uh, Sam remains uh, with 35 points after oh, tonight. Yeah. Uh, Joe gets three points to move up to 42 points. Steve gets two points to go to 53. And Todd with four points. Love it. Continuing on with his dominance. Reign of terror. 62 points.
2: Steve had some good shots opening up, but I just, you know, I stuck to my training and I listened to my coach, my (laughs) sideline. I just came out in second round fighting, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, so you guys ready for some horror news? Sure. All righty. Well, let's just get right into it. The big news that has come out is The Exorcist is getting a reboot. Uh, I've seen a lot of people online freaking out about this, um, and I don't understand why, because I think people are thinking it's going to be a remake. But there's a big difference between a remake and a reboot. Uh, so, and this apparently is supposed to be, uh, a reboot. So, uh, not a ton of news about this, uh, but, uh, Morgan Greek Projects is the studio that is currently, uh, developing it. Right now it is a planned theatrical reboot that they're planning to have, uh, released in 2021. So we will keep you up to date on that, um. As more come to be. But I, I don't know.
2: What do you guys think about it? I think Steve just wants us to watch the show already.
1: Yeah. I think. Yeah.
3: Right? <laughs> I, I, that's what I was going to say. Like, the show is so fucking good. And so why don't you want to see more Exorcist? I don't know. Like, there could be good ideas out there. And it's not like, and I, you know, Damien Maffei says this on Twitter all the time, and I completely agree with him. If they remake your favorite film, it does not fucking erase your favorite film. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who the fuck cares if they remake? Actually, I would rather see a bad remake than a bad sequel that fucks up the timeline. That's my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, because, uh, you know, sometimes when you watch a movie and you know that character dies in a stupid way in a, like a sequel, that upsets me more than seeing a remake. I don't know. That's my opinion. But.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. That goes with any media like Last of Us Part Two did dirty a main character from part one that still it just ruins the game for me completely so right and like
3: The Last of Us 1 is still great but the yeah. fact that you know that's what's gonna happen it's canon worse
2: yeah. had they remade The Last of Us again yeah yeah it's like it's like Star Wars like killing Luke Skywalker which is right. ridiculous so easily <laughs> the way they did you know what I mean mm-hmm. so no, that's, that's his whole point. saga like yeah I, I get you right I'm all for it though I mean what it's you don't have a monopoly on the freaking demons. You can do whatever you want, you know? So,
0: yeah. So we'll, uh, keep an eye out for that. And we'll let you guys know more as I uh, know more. All right. Next bit of news here is, uh, Netflix. Uh, we discussed this, I think a few weeks back. Um, but, uh, that fierce, the uh, RL Stein fear street series, which was basically more of a grown up goosebump series. Um, Netflix has acquired the rights, um, for a uh, trilogy that will be coming out next year, summer of 2021. It is going to be billed as the Summer of Fear. Uh, the three books that they will be releasing based on movies are called The Prom Queen, The Sleepwalker, and Cheerleaders First Evil*. So if you were fans of those works or any work of Stein, um, yeah, they'll be coming out next summer. Uh, also, Eli Roth's History of Horror. Did you guys watch that? Anyone?
1: Yep.
2: I listened to the podcast they put out.
0: Nice. Well, uh, yeah, Eli Ross History of Horror, which was on AMC last year, will be getting a second season that will be dropping and premiering Saturday, October 10th at 10 o'clock Eastern time on AMC. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. That should be a lot of fun because the first season was – Pretty awesome, with a lot of great guests as well. Uh, did you guys ever see um, or uh, watch the movie Stay Tuned?
3: No. I talk about this all the time.
0: I, I think to-
3: Stay Tuned is the movie most apt for a remake of any film on Earth.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. it's a fantastic movie uh, starring John Ritter. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, like, super nostalgia for it. I haven't seen it in a long time. But basically what happens is they get sucked into their television set. And they basically go like into a oh bunch God, of different TV shows. That's to scare
1: the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird that you brought that
0: up. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. i been thinking
1: about it. A yeah,
0: lot. they basically channel surf into like all the different I used uh, to think that shows. that's what
1: you could do, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they they end up in a cartoon at point. They end up on uh, like a horror movie, Wayne, no.
3: Wayne's I mean. World, but it's hell like yeah. Yeah. Wayne's World.
0: Yeah. yeah, you should definitely watch it, Todd. It's great. Well, the reason <laughs> I bring this up is. They are turning Stay Tuned into a TV series. Um, so not quite a remake, Steve, but a, uh, a bit of a different branding. Uh, not a ton of news about this, just that uh, AMC Studios is the network that plans on uh, turning this into a TV series. So uh, what do you think, Steve? Do you think would you rather be a remake movie or are you down for a TV series? Honestly,
3: to me, it doesn't matter. The, the point of this whole thing and the reason I, I've been pushing this for, like, years that they should do this is because, you know, all the, like, movie, like TV shows that you, or movies you haven't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a sequel for it. They're not going to reboot it or remake it or whatever. This is a great chance to have it, like, for a short period of time. So in a TV show, they can go to different TV shows because that's what it's about. And so you can have, like, an office reunion for five minutes, but it's, like, a hellish Version of it, or you know, any show really, MASH or you know, The Twilight Zone or anything. And your imagination is really unlimited. And the reason I want to see a movie of it is, be cool if he goes from movie to movie, and you know, you can have Freddy Krueger maybe one last time with uh, Robert england and just make an appearance in that franchise, and then jump over to The Conjuring, and then jump over to Trolls. And it really, imagination is limitless. I think it's a great idea, and I can't fucking wait to see it.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, next bit of news here is, uh, what do you guys think of Blumhouse?
3: I I love him. I I don't know what the beef is with
0: him, but
2: I think it's one of those things where people are upset because they're popular, but they're doing more good than bad. I agree.
0: Well, for those who are fans of Blumhouse Studios, it has just been announced that for free this October on Amazon, for Amazon Prime people, Uh, We are going to be getting four brand-new Blumhouse-produced horror movies. Um, They are calling it Welcome to the Blumhouse. Uh, It is going to be uh, a program of eight genre movies with each film presenting a distinctive vision and unique perspective on common themes centered around family and love as redemptive or destructive forces. Um, so, I, I said eight, but only four will be coming this year. Uh, these four will be released in October, all being released on October 6th on Amazon Prime. Uh, the four, I'll, g- I'll just give you the titles here. Uh, the first one is called, the, actually, I'll give you the, a quick plot synopsis on each. Uh, the first one is called The Lie, when their teenage daughter confesses to impulsively killing her best friend. Two desperate parents attempt to cover up the horrific crime leading them into a complicated web of lies and deception. The next one is called Black Box. After losing his wife and his memory in a car accident, a single father undergoes an agonizing experimental treatment that causes to question who he really is. Evil Eye. Ah, This one will actually be releasing on October 13th. A seemingly perfect romance turns into a nightmare when a mother becomes convinced her daughter's new boyfriend has a dark connection to her own past. And the final one, Nocturne, uh, which also will release on October 13th. Inside the halls of an elite arts academy, a timid music student begins to outshine her more accomplished and outgoing twin sister when she discovers a mysterious notebook belonging to a recently deceased classmate. So, some fresh new horror movies coming out. Maybe we'll cover one of them. Maybe we'll cover all of them. I don't know. We'll see, you know, how uh, well they are perceived. But, uh, yeah, pretty cool. Alrighty, next bit of news here is uh, those, are you, those of you who are fans of Terrifier, um, Art the Clown is going to be getting a three-issue comic book series. So, eye out for that. Um, it was just recently released with some sneak peek images of some of the artwork. So, uh, you Terrifier, Art the Clown fans, will be getting a cool little collectible comic series. Our next bit of news here is, I really wanted to throw this one out here because I think it's really interesting, as, um, we, since we reviewed Tusk recently, um, just the other day, Kevin Smith, in an interview, has come out and said that Tusk 2 is definitely possible, and he also teased his idea of, uh, the story li- of a potential storyline. Uh, he went on to say, uh, there's a version of Tusk 2, uh, that you do where you cut to the present and somebody else gets sucked into the spider's web. The house, you hear stories. And when you get to the house, the new Howard Howe is Wallace, who has gotten out of the walrus, walrus trappings and is obviously disturbed by his entire ordeal and is now doing it to others. So um, that would be definitely interesting. I feel like maybe he shouldn't have said that because that could have been a pretty awesome reveal. Um, so if it does actually happen, uh, we shall see. But uh test two Potential.
2: See, I like the idea. I don't think he should do it because I think Tusk was a one-off
0: yeah. like,
2: hit, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Agreed. Uh, all right. Next bit of news here is for you. Unsolved mysteries fans. I know Steve. What did you get on that? Todd? Did you watch unsolved? The new unsolved mysteries?
2: No, not the uh, new ones.
0: Yeah. I'm behind myself. I know Sam watched it. Well, six new episodes are going to be coming to Netflix in October. Uh, volume two will be hitting on October 19th, 2020. Uh, this one also is going to have a ghost story involved, which I know a lot of people were disappointed that the first one did not have any ghost stories. Well, this one will have a ghost story. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, all right. Next bit of news here is Robert England has teamed up with, um, a coffee company for his very own coffee. Uh, the co- uh, it is called Dead Sled Coffee, and they have announced their partnership with Robert England. Uh, it is going to be a blend hand chosen by the horror icon themselves. So, uh, Freddy Krueger and coffee goes hand in hand, I would say. Uh, stay awake. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, you can go over to uh, Dead Sled for all info on that. And uh, just another uh, couple little piece of news here. Uh, Jordan Peele's new horror movie um, is has begun filming over in California. Uh, things are pretty tight-lipped on that, but uh, we will give you more information that comes about as well. And um, finally, have you ever wanted to stay overnight at Blockbuster Video? Well. For those of you living uh, in the Bend, Oregon area, your dream may become a reality as the very last Blockbuster, uh, known as the last Blockbuster in the world, is going to be doing a special Airbnb offer uh, for a once-in-a-lifetime sleepover. You will have the entire last Blockbuster store to yourself along with... Um, All of the movies you can watch. um, A really cool setup. They have basically turned it into a a living room setup in one little section. Um, Even has a VHS player with VHS as well. If you really want to go back to the big nostalgia. Um, Bookings have officially started opening up uh, on August 17th. um, And you can stay on uh, September 18th, 19th, and 20th for up to four people. Um, So... Any and all information, uh, go and find The Last Blockbuster on their social media. Uh,
2: there's four of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want to fly out to That'd Bend be that'd be,
2: <laughs> that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I'd love, I'd love to do that. Yeah. It's cheap, too.
0: It is, it's super cheap, which I'm sure it's going to sell out like in no time.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, and uh, I think that is it for horror news this
2: week. Hold on. <laughs> just chat. Oh, fucking Steve's getting personal.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve. Apparently, I I I fuck Steve on a point, so we'll add a point to his his score.
3: Yeah, this is a thing that's happening in a few weeks. I have to referee the freaking <laughs> points. <laughs> he keeps trying to take points away from me. Sorry. <laughs> All
2: right, are you guys ready for Troll Hunter? Yes. Yes.
1: this mythical land. There are epic tales told of ancient hunters and their legendary prey. But these are just stories. The reality is no fairy tale.
2: Came out in 2010, a Norwegian film, and a group of students investigates a series of mysterious bear killings, but learns that there are much more dangerous things going on. They start to follow a mysterious hunter, learning that he's actually a troll hunter. Uh, all right. So this movie is found footage based on a couple, uh, three college kids who are trying to do a, like investigative reporting thing, um, trying to find a poacher um, because it's like a very tight tight-knit community of hunters in Norway, I guess. And all the other hunters are like, there's no way that fucking guy over there is a hunter. Because I know all the bear hunters. He must be a poach. Uh, so these kids decide to, to tell him and then try to talk to him. He repeatedly tells them to get lost. Um, but eventually they stumble upon where he's out on a hunt. And it turns out he is hunting a troll. And then eventually he's willing to take them on and let them do a documentary because he's uh, tired of his job, not getting the respect he deserves, not getting enough money, hours suck, and so on. So we follow the group of college kids as they follow him around, and we learn more about the troll lore, um, You know how government is involved in keeping under wraps, how they capture him, his past kills, and things like that, and how he hunts him down. Um, it's in Norwegian, obviously, so I think I'd, I've never seen a dubbed version of this. Um, I don't know if you guys did. Did you? No. No, I watched it in Orient. Yeah. Alright, good, because I don't think this one would work dubbed because found footage style and everything. But um, overall, I really like this movie. It's the second time watched, first time in a long time. I think I wa- must have watched it back in 2010 or unless it's been, you know, maybe 10 years <laughs> since I saw it. And apart from the bad stuff we'll get in later, I think this is overall a nice movie, um, well-acted, I really like the story too. It's original, um, and they—the fact that they take seriously like something that's so silly—they t- take it so serious. It adds to the enjoyment factor, I think, because everyone like plays it straight-faced. There's no giggling, and the main guy is just like a man's man. He's a great character. Um, but what do you guys think?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I had not seen this one. I'm right there with Todd. I had not seen it since it first came out, so this was, like, a very fresh watch as well to me. I really... It was, like, basically a new watch because I didn't really remember much about it. Um, and, yeah, overall, I, I definitely enjoyed this one. I, I had some issues with it. It's not perfect or anything, but um, it is definitely a great... I, I love found footage movies anyway, so, like, you throw found footage in there, it's already, like, kind of, like, in my wheelhouse. Like, I'm already a little positive up on it uh but yeah i had a lot of fun with this one the trolls look awesome in it and like you said that uh the character there of the actual troll hunter uh he really makes the movie um i also give big up to the director because i think with a lesser director this movie could have been like super cheesy and like not a good movie but it's handled very very well um and it's pretty straight-laced, and
3: it's not goofy. It's, uh, yeah, overall, uh, really solid. Yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. Uh, I also really like sound footage movies. It puts me into the movie a little bit more than regular films. Like, I feel like I'm kind of there along for the ride with the characters, which is awesome. I was super – so I I had not seen this movie before, but I was really excited to watch it. I was really surprised that the main hunter – was, like, not crazy. You know, they these kids, like, fucking follow him around super and all over the place. Uh, I thought he was going to be kind of more rough and, like, tough with them. But he turns out to be a super nice guy and just brings them along for the ride. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was a really cool film. Uh, very unique, which I really liked. Like you guys said, they take it seriously. Uh, and it easily, easily could have been goofy, especially with some of the designs that they use for the Trolls. Uh, they just made it work, and uh, it felt like this could happen in Norway. I don't know. Like, yeah. there, there are a few inconsistencies which we'll still talk about a little bit later, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really cool film, and I'm very happy I watched it.
1: Uh, sorry to burst your bubble, but it was corny as hell. I hated it. I was on my phone the whole time. That's all I have
2: to say about that. Wow. This
1: motherfucker. <laughs> corny.
0: Cool let me
2: hold on, let me get the Norwegians back on our side. Um, <laughs> what, no, one of my favorite things about this though was um like Norway looks beautiful, man. I <laughs> like I wanna go there.
0: Yeah.
2: Like just the countryside and the lakes and all that shit. I'm like, damn, this whole country look like this, but um I guess we can move on to the stuff we didn't like since Sam didn't like anything. <laughs> but sorry. um I, I thought D G was a little rough to be honest with you. And I know it's twenty ten, it's a little bit yeah. you know, in the infancy of good CGI. Um, but I was surprised they didn't do any puppetry. Um, I thought there could have been like, like a prime opportunity, especially in the cave, to have something going on like that.
0: I'm thinking, but they didn't do it. Honestly, like I think puppetry is more of a budget. I think it's probably more expensive to build puppets than it is to do the CGI. Now I could be completely wrong no. about this. Um, no, I think you're
2: definitely probably. definitely right on that. But yeah. Yeah, like so like, Yeah, no, like, I, I could just I, I, imagine. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm actually going to defend the CGI. I, I think it actually looked pretty good for the most part. Like, I, I really do. Like, I never, like, I was, like, never like, oh, they're like, I think it was, I think they hit it well with the found footage, especially, like, okay. the use of the night vision and stuff like that. Um, now when it is in the full color, I guess more of the imperfections come out. But I think the way they angled it and, like, the little tricks they play with the cameras, I, it never really took me out of it.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think if it was a straight-up movie where they showed them at all times, it mm-hmm. would have been rough. But, I mean, that's my minor gripe with it. I still think they were passable. It's not like Shark Exorcist or anything.
0: Yeah,
2: no. <laughs> um, and then, I, it, you kind of kind of, I know it's a silly premise, but you kind of got to turn your brain off a bit to assume that, like, none of these trolls are never seen by people, you know? Besides, I know it kills people, but, like, Really? There's, like, thousands of trolls out there, and they never burst into a giant city, yeah. but other than that, that's really my only
0: gripes. Yeah, I don't have many, like, a ton of gripes, but, um, I felt like it was a bit, um, slow at times, uh, like, in between when we do see the trolls, like, I don't know, I just felt like it, it tended to be a little tedious where I was found myself mm-hmm. being like, alright, let's get on with this, uh. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, like, my main gripe with it. And also, I wasn't, like, huge on the ending as well, but I'm, I'm sure we'll get into that a little more after, later.
3: Uh, I kind of agree with both of you. Uh, as far as the CGI goes, I had issues a little bit with the first C the one went to three heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was a little goofy-looking, and I was very cognizant that it was CGI. But I felt that as the movie went along, I... Got down with this, CGI a little bit more, and even the last one, which we see like more in the light, uh, it was obvious use CGI. I kind of like that one. I like this design, and maybe it was just a design choice of the first troll with the three heads that I didn't like. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. There's something about it that just kind of threw me off. Uh, I definitely agree. That one of my biggest gripes with the movie is that how has no one seen these trolls? Uh, there's even a point where they go to explain it, but they don't. Like, someone, I think, asked the question, like, what, why haven't anyone seen these trolls? And he's about to answer, and then something happens, and he never answers it. Mm. Uh, so I guess they just didn't have a good excuse for it. So it's kind of like, okay, you have to use your imagination as to why okay. people can't see these gigantic fucking trolls. <laughs> um, and I agree with Joe as well. Uh, one of, one, a big gripe I have with it is it was too long. Uh, I felt they could have made this movie in an hour twenty. As opposed to an hour forty-five or fifty, which what the movie was, uh, there was a lot of downtime that I think they could have cut out. Um, But other than that, I I remind myself I really dug this film. It was it was a fun ride to go on, and I couldn't wait to see the next troll. And maybe that's why it felt long because I was so excited to see what the next troll design would be. That everything in between was like, okay, come on, I I just want to see the damn trolls, you know? So yeah,
2: that's something. There, there's a lot of stuff that could have cut out, like them getting a new camera woman. Yeah, right. Didn't yeah, that's totally pointless
0: to the story. Yeah. Yeah,
2: the rabies, him having rabies, didn't mean anything.
0: Nope. Yeah, not I don't. It didn't. They, I, I would like it, to have know. maybe seen a little more, uh, I guess horror, because like it's not like I, I would. Con- I don't know even know if I would consider this like a horror movie as more of a like, fan- like a fantasy like mythological thing. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah. Hey, quiet you. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Corny!
2: <laughs> I, I, I'd say fantasy horror, you know? Yeah. I, w- I would have liked to see people getting crunched or, you know, bit in half and stuff. I that's, think. I was, that's what I was yeah.
0: wanting. I was wanting a little more horror. Like, maybe the mm-hmm. a little more like with the trolls kind of attacking. Like, they never felt yeah. like a extreme threat, you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and like he gets hit, and just like some blood. and That was it.
0: Oh, is this, the, I, I love the scene though, where the guys in the fucking full body armor and the troll like huh. beats the shit smacks out. Smacks the shit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> tries to bite his that, head off. That was my favorite scene. He yeah.
1: was crying. He thought he was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that character.
0: That the troll hunter character is awesome. He's the best part of this movie, besides the trolls.
2: Yeah. All right. The I'm, ending. Kind of abrupt.
0: Very abrupt. That's my big like it's like it just ends with no resolution whatsoever. Uh yeah, did not like the ending. It just I felt very like empty. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that I, it I
2: ended Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I was just gonna say, uh the
3: whole subplot of the government kinda getting involved. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know, it just didn't really lead to anywhere that mm-hmm. was interesting. Uh, I would have just preferred of uh, them following this troll hunter, and that was that. Like the whole op just wasn't needed to me, and that's why the end to me was in- ineffective. Is like I don't care if these people are chasing them. It just, you know, I would have rather them being chased by a troll at the end than the government. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know? Right. And like, what happens uh, to everyone? Like, what happens to the troll hunter? Do we assume that they just killed everyone? Right. The government killed them to cover it up.
2: I guess you kind of have to assume that, right?
0: Right. The Troll yeah. Hunter 2? Or did the Troll Hunter survive? Like, because he was... Well, he was kind of just betraying them by, like, having this film through film.
2: Yeah. I also find it weird that he's the only one.
1: He's the only like, Troll
0: like Hunter Like, this guy. older
2: guy. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And they couldn't give him, like, better equipment? Like, more reliable shit, but, um, yeah, I don't like that ending because, like Steve said, it's a government angle, and it just, yeah, like, who, who gives a shit at the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. I would, would much would have rather have, like, a carnage moment where we get one <laughs> killed, and then the cameraman runs, and then, well, because they also set it up that way, too, right, with well, the text.
0: The movie should have ended when the troll whacks the vehicle with his hand. Like, end it that way. I'd rather it end that way, yeah. you know? And then you just assume they died, the troll whatever, you know? Rather than, mm-hmm. like, he just runs out into the street, you see a fucking truck breaking, and then the movie just ends like that, you know? Just, eh. Not a fan of that. And then you have the, what was it, like, the president of Norway, like, admitting that the trolls are <laughs> real or whatever?
2: <laughs> yeah. I want to find that real interview, see if it's what it is.
0: Is that, like, real footage?
2: I have no idea. I want to know how to Google it. Yeah. I guess I can do Norway troll president.
0: <laughs> I'm assuming that's like their actual like president of video. I didn't know if it was like a like an actor or if it was like meant to be like the actual president or whatever. I don't know. I guess, I guess, I don't know.
3: Well, what was your favorite troll design of the ones in the movie?
0: Probably the last one. I guess just cause he's so fucking huge I I, I didn't even like the three headed one but I thought he was fun
2: I like the one under the bridge yeah
3: me too yeah. the one under the bridge I thought it was really cool um my view for the three headed one I don't know like it just looked goofy and yeah. I didn't really like their explanation that they sometimes just grow other heads uh that would've worked if the other trolls had other heads but no yeah. the other trolls had other heads so it really didn't make sense and context of the story i don't know it was weird it was a weird design choice to me
0: i thought it was interesting that they said that they're they're uh pregnant for like 15 to 20 years right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was like oh interesting i like that they gave them like that like story and that they live like over a thousand years and I, I i agree with you um about the head thing but i think that is kind of a cool story like that the heads they grow, like, aren't actual minds; They just kind
3: of grow. Uh, I think right. it, it would have been a better... If, if other trolls had more heads, not right. just that one. Right. Yeah. You know? uh, but I think their explanation as to why they explode and why they turn into stone. Yeah. Uh, you know, they gave, like, a kind of scientific explanation yep. to why that happens, and I thought that was clever. It was cool that they showed that. Yeah,
0: definitely, yeah. Well, it's really cool death, too, when he turns them into stone there. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah first death mm-hmm.
0: that was really really cool
3: but they're, they're brittle as fuck they, they one hit and the whole thing's just like right <laughs> crumbles
0: i love the cave yeah. scene too when they uh they enter the hive i guess just like whatever like five or ten trolls hanging out there
3: yeah but is it just me or it's like the worst cover-up team ever they just like <laughs> put a, yeah. a bear there put a couple like bear paws yeah. but totally ignore the fact that there's giant troll like tracks everywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's uh, there, There's definitely some plot holes here that you have to kind of overlook, mm-hmm. uh, but I was having so much fun that I could overlook them. It's, it's like one of those, you know, don't think about it too much.
0: Yeah, you can kind of turn your brain off with this one for sure and just kind of go with it. And uh, if you do, I think you'll have a fun time with it for sure. If you want to... Take it seriously, it you might
1: not like it. Same. I didn't take it seriously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you usually would love a movie like this.
1: Uh, I mean, I was excited because I was looking it up when it started, and it talked about it was like filled esque but it just remind it was too, like, uh, cliche on footage and, like, the fucking group, and I just was over yeah. it once they showed, like, the camera crew. I was like, ugh.
0: Fair enough. Uh, did you at least like how the trolls look? Uh,
1: I think I only honestly saw the three-headed one. I tried not to watch a lot of it. Yeah, you checked out. I checked out. Because I had already seen the picture when I looked it up, and I was like... Man. I just thought it was going to be like more horror, not just like a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Sorry to just, Cameron, I I,
3: I, to I, I, to I was one. just... <laughs> I was just reading the IMDb. Apparently, there's a after credit scene. That oh,
0: I do not stick around yeah. for it. Neither yeah, did uh, I. doesn't say what it is.
3: It says uh, a jump sequence where three roaring trolls burst out of a cave at the camera. Oh, I'd be scared. It also says no trolls were harmed during the making of this movie. But, uh... Yeah. Bears are dead, but not the trolls. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, I would definitely love to see an American remake of this, though. I don't know if they would be able to do it as well, but um, I definitely think the movie can be imp- improved on, so a remake would definitely be cool. Ratings? Okay. Um, I am going to give this one. Uh, it's tough. I'm, re- I'm very torn on this one. Um, but I think I am going to settle at a... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a 7.
2: That is mine as well. I think it's got a cool press. And I like that they went there. Yeah, and that's exactly what I rated as well. Seven, hey. Nine, ah. <laughs>
0: so. All right, three sevens. And Sam, do you want to rate it? <laughs> nope. It doesn't even it's not even worth well, yeah, it. One point seven? So. <laughs> <laughs> well she I don't she not she I don't she didn't really watch the whole thing, so I don't think like it would be a fair rate.
1: Yes I would. Right. If I didn't like
0: it. But well, you went to bed though before the ending.
1: So <laughs> sorry I'm on my period, Joe. <laughs> the troll wasn't doing it for me. All right.
2: A one. <laughs> a one though. Shit. Oh my word.
1: No, I'm reading you a one. No, oh, no. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Well, uh <laughs> two. Yeah, for sure. Three out of four yeah so thank you norway Hi, and norway. i guess we gotta do denmark next well i kind of yeah. do it with that.
3: <laughs> that's true yeah no there's, there's other stuff but uh, yeah no for sure it's uh, it's cool to know that we have listeners in other countries and if you're from those countries shoot us a message like uh love to hear from you i know mm-hmm. it'd just be cool to see what movies you would recommend from your country and maybe we'll do it one day you know, can tag along for uh uh, was taiwan,
2: taiwan yeah.
3: indonesia taiwan yeah, indonesia. Oh, taiwan. Oh, taiwan. yeah. and then uh, yeah so if you have a country that uh, you know you have movies you recommend let us know and maybe we'll review one day it'd be awesome heck yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. next week we're doing a relic i believe i believe
0: so yes which
3: yes. is a highly highly recommended movie from 2020
0: supposedly we'll, we'll find wow. out um, I don't even it's, know a ton about it. I just know is The thing is touted as like one of the best of the year, and
2: I thought you guys watched it already. No, I have not no. watched it yet. Oh, okay.
1: No. So we're all going
0: blind. Yes, but it's 2020 release, so we'll, we'll check it out. And oh, then okay. we're doing back to school the week after. Back to school. We're going to be back a, back. A, a vote. Some people are.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Bye. 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 Bye.